Welcome back, everybody, to Mind Over Matter. This episode, we have my dad on. He's been a man I looked up to my whole entire life. Um, he's been a great mentor. He's been a great inspiration in me or on my life. Uh, couldn't have done what I've done in my life without him. So, Dad, thank you for everything. Thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for showing your support towards me and Kevin for the show. Um, sadly, you only hear me out of your left ear. I had a couple audio issues. I got it figured out, but... Uh, yeah, this episode only, you'll hear me out of your left ear. Thanks for uh, supporting the show. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Leave a comment. If you're listening on Apple or uh, Spotify, leave us a review. That helps us get to the top. And you know that's where we're trying to go. So uh, without further ado, enjoy the episode, and thanks for supporting us. And we're back, finally, after a long break we had. Couldn't post the last video we had. That's why it's been so long. But Pops, this is my dad, everybody. How are you? How you doing? We're good so far. That's what I'm talking about. in there. Kev? No, I am phenomenal, dude. I'm super excited for this episode. Uh, thank you, Jim, for coming on and supporting uh, us and what we do. Um, and also, thanks to all our new subscribers. Got a few new ones out there. So thankful for each and every one of y'all. We're up to 54 now that I'm looking at it. So mm -hmm. more to come. Um, and without that out of the way let's uh let's get into it yeah <clears throat> yeah dad so hopefully uh nothing's too off limits <laughs> well we'll see i'll let you know <laughs> uh, but yeah um i'm excited you've been through a lot uh you got some years under your belt a few um, <laughs> uh one thing me and kevin do talk about a lot though just to dive right into it is a lot of kids out there our age are struggling really hard because they have no father I was fortunate enough to grow up with a father and a mother. They're still together. They just had their anniversary. How was that? Oh, awesome. 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 We, um, what did we do? We went to see Buddy Guy play at Ruth Eckert Hall here in Tampa. Yeah. Really good show. The guy just turned 86 years old and is still touring the world. It's pretty cool. Hope I yeah. make it that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, you know, we were just talking about it too because, you, you know, just, I don't mean to get off, no, you do. but but just to look at the, the the man's 86 years old, played with some of the best people like Steve Ray Vaughn and Eric Clapton and Muddy Waters and Holland Wolf, and thinking about back, I mean, 86 years ago, that puts him at being born, what, in 19, what, like 40s, 30s, 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 you know what I mean? Eight, something, and, 36. Yeah, you know, 19, let's just say 1930, you know, and, and then uh, becoming popular <laughs> in the 50s and 60s. You think in the fifties and sixties, how much that dude probably abused his body? Oh yeah, you know, just drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and he's still eighty-six years old and touring in the United States, and I mean yeah. the of oh, the world. All over. it's just so incredible to me. It's just so incredible. Yeah. The time to have been alive, that would have been, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and still has the chops. Still can play the guitar. Still can sing. I mean, it's just amazing. Has he got arthritis in his fingers yet? Something. I, I mean, look at even. I mean, you know, look, <laughs> Imagine just, all the coke that guy did. Yeah, I mean, just look at some of the other people. I mean, um, he described the first time he met Jimi Hendrix. I mean, that guy he died. You know, mm -hmm. Eric Clapton has some problem with his hands. Um, guys like Phil Collins have some neurological problems. You know, I mean, he can't play anymore. It's like eighty six, still playing. Crazy. John Lennon got shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Paul McCartney's in his late seventies. He's still doing great. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. No, uh, but yeah, back to the uh, anniversary. It's 27 years, right? 
27. 27, yeah. and we, we were together five before that, so she counts yeah. it as 32. Yeah. That's, so y'all got it. married in, in 95 then? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, same with my parents. How about hey, that? That's good year, what, good year. Uh, <laughs> what uh, keeps it together, man? I, you, I, there's... Very. Well, I mean, I know. got a couple stories I remember. There's one, <laughs> you know. The, <laughs> but, <laughs> but what what really uh, keeps you keeps you living in that yeah, in the same know, bed it's as her? Funny. It's funny. It's funny because she's she's upset with me right now. <laughs> um, I you know you grow, you live, and you grow and you learn. I mean, things that that upset you as a little kid, you know, someone taking your your wiffle ball. You know, now you look at it like. I got five more of these, you know, here, have one, you know? So it's, it's stuff you grow and you learn. And, and, and I have to say if anything that I do that really upsets her, it's how passive I am. I am, I'm almost to the point now where, um, I, not that I don't, I don't want to say I don't care, but I realize that people say and do things to get under my skin and it takes a while. And it's just like, okay, now I'm, I'm just not going to let that bother me. I'm just not going to, you know, I, uh, right now, like I said, I shouldn't even say this. I mean, right now, we just we had a little bit of an argument yesterday and, and you know, and just kind of blew off our own steam and, and did something. And I just, I know in my head, probably because of doing this so long, that in a week it'll be gone and we'll be at the beach and we'll be having good times. And we've yeah. had a lot. In fact, this Friday, we're going to see Michael Buble. So I oh. know... Shit's got to clear up by Friday. Uh, <laughs> You're on a deadline. <laughs> so I just know it, 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 all, all things will pass. All th you know, yeah. this will pass. We've been doing this a long time. Um, I don't ever do anything to intentionally hurt her. Not that I don't do things that do, but I don't do it intentionally. And it just, you know, when you intentionally get hurt, like, whoa. Or when you get hurt, you're like, whoa, you know, I got hurt. You know, and, and yeah. it's immediate action of I, I want to I, I, you know I want to fight back and it's like eh, you know I don't need to do that I don't need to do that everything's cool so I, th I think that's what works best is that um for me I just don't want to talk about things I want to move on I want to yeah. move on for her that's not how it is you know that's how it is she wants to argue about things and talk them out um and and it sounds crazy you know against my better judgment in my head um I have to let her do that. I have to let her do that. She needs to get that out of her. You know, yeah, she she'll be itching if she doesn't. Yeah, you dirty, rotten son of a gun or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you need to know this. You need, uh, you know, it'll be something like you always. That isn't I always. I know I don't always. Do <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's this time, you know, it's the heat of the battle, I guess. You guys would know that, I guess, more than anything else. You know, it's the heat of that situation. You're going to knee jerk and. You know, do you pull a trigger? Do you not pull a trigger? And, and I, I always choose not to. And, th and that's not a that's good a thing. Uh, well, it's safer sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, but but she needs that. She needs yeah. that. You know. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That took me a while to learn is like when my wife would complain to me about a problem, like 90% of the time she's not looking for a solution. She just wants to be like <laughs> understood and acknowledged. Right. Yeah, that right, happened to right. me this past week. Marissa yelled at me. Not yelled at me. She just getting getting frustrated about a situation between her and someone else and she told she's like he's pissing me off i'm getting frustrated yeah. and i i turned i was like i don't know what you want me to do she's like i don't want you to do anything just listen i'm like oh right, right. <laughs> literally bro, <laughs> okay like, i'm sorry because that's that's the opposite of how we handle it like if yeah. i come to you with a problem 
I'm expecting a solution. Yeah. Like if you were just like, oh yeah, you know what, Kevin, you're you're right to be wrong, uh, angry about this, and you're not crazy. Like, well, that doesn't do me any good, dude. <laughs> I still have the problem. Right. Yeah. But like, but like for women, it's the opposite. They just want to be like heard and acknowledged. You know, it's kind of an unnatural thing well, for men to kind of learn. Well, I, you know, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I, I was a baseball umpire for decades, <laughs> and um. That probably helped, you know, because when I was, you know, just starting, it was like, you know, kick coaches out and send them to the curb and stuff like that. And now even in the training, it's, you know, just just let them say what they need to say. Let them get it out. You know, tell them you heard them and then kick them out. You know, now you're not. Now you're not. But, but, but people want to be heard. You know, people want to be heard. Yeah. Like I said, people get hurt. They want to be heard. And, and yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So even talking about that, what I wanted to kind of get into through that was um, just your work ethic throughout the years. Uh, you and mom both have the work ethic of just go, 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 uh, nonstop. And I just like that. It takes work to do. It's uh, not the easiest thing on your mental health to just keep going. That's what I learned through the Army. Um, so I kind of just want to know what, what keeps you going. Like even growing up, you're always um. – figuring it out I, I don't know i don't know i don't know you know she was just giving me a hard time about that too your grandmother uh diane used to give me a hard time about that mm -hmm. you can't sit still i mean i'm 30 pounds overweight so i find some time to sit still um, <laughs> but I, I guess it's just uh i would almost say it's a, it's a guilt you know when i'm sitting in a in a chair or on a couch or something like that or i'm thinking you know what there are things I need to get done. Why are they not getting done? You know, I can't, um, you know, I just came from school. We're getting ready. We're getting ready to fire up. And I'm like sitting there and I have all almost everything done, ready to roll. Uh, but I'm like, I, there's, there's more out there. There's more out there. that has got to be done. And, and I would rather get it done and get it behind me yeah. than procrastinate and last minute. Um, it, it, and a lot of it was always a need too. You know, when you, when you guys are growing up, I, you know, I, we didn't make a lot of money. I had to work uh, two jobs, and and um, uh, maybe it was even my upbringing. I mean, I I didn't get an allowance or anything like that. Um, but my mom and dad to this day are incredibly cheap. Um, so if I wanted, yeah, you know, I remember I remember getting my first name brand pair of shoes. I, I had a paper route and um, saved my money and. You know, it was high school. It was high school. I was in high school wearing whatever the Kmart shoes were. And I went out and got my first pair of Converse All Stars. You know, Them Chuck um, no, not even not even Chuck T's. They were uh, oh. a, they were a running shoe, a white running shoe with blue stars on them. Um, I had to do it myself. Um, I had, so I had to, you know, I saved my money to buy my own. It's gonna go back way back. Uh, bought my own television for my room, you know, a little 12 inch black and white TV that I, I saved and saved and saved. Um, so it was always like, you know, and as a kid, it wasn't just like a one paper out. It was okay. I delivered this newspaper and that newspaper. And then, you know, this newspaper, that newspaper, walk this dog, you know? So it was always doing multiple things. Um, yeah. How did you, so <clears throat> you raised me in a way where I had everything you guys uh, provided us with it's a lot of hard work yeah why did Still you paying for it <laughs> why did you decide to do that instead of the way you were raised what what were 
You know what I'm saying? Like you must have taken um, something out age 19. You're like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> like, I don't want my kids to have to do this. You know? Um, I think what it was is there were things that I always wanted to do that I wasn't able to do as a kid. Yeah, um, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but one, one of the things was I always wanted to play football. Um, and couldn't do it because there was a fee. Couldn't do it because I couldn't get to and from high school. My high school, you know, my, my high yeah. school was a considerable distance from home. Um, so I couldn't do that. I didn't want you guys to grow up not being able to do things. Um, up until maybe a month before my father's dying day, um, that bothered him. It, yeah. it bothered him that, uh, how come you're spending this kind of money? How come you're doing all these things? Just have him just do baseball. You know, baseball's cheap and easy. And I'm like, well, I don't like to do that. You know, I want to do some other stuff. Um, and, and and tell you the truth, it might it might have been to my detriment. You know, like you know, I, I joke, I joke because we had that ice rink in the backyard, and I opened a special credit card for that just to buy those materials. <laughs> um, and I don't know what it costs. And and when I look at my statement, I have through the one credit card company, I have a couple credit cards. And that card is called the ice rink credit card. Uh, and I look at it like I'm still paying off that ice rink, you know, five, six, seven years later. But it was just I, I wanted you guys to experience everything that you wanted to. I mean, there was stuff you, I, I and, and I told this to Brandon, your brother. I regret not sending you guys to maybe hockey and baseball camps. I've seen other kids do it. And I felt bad about that, you know. Yeah. But I, tr I tried to let you guys experience what you could within reason. I mean. Um, he played travel hockey, but that's just because it was volunteer work. Yeah. You know, I mean, we volunteered and volunteered, did this and did that and, and paying for it. Um, I just didn't want you guys to go through but what, what I went through. Like I said, I regret I, I didn't play yeah. football. I, I didn't play basketball until I got into college. Um, yeah, you got some crazy basketball stories. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple. I've been very fortunate. I've been very fortunate. Uh, I think it's like kind of in. I would go with most parents' nature to want a better life than they had for their kid, though. I, I mean, I don't see that as like an inherently negative thing. Um, no, no, but to a certain extent. I mean, um, I've just seen it through travel baseball up and try. You know, some people go too crazy. Um, and I, and sometimes yeah. I think to myself, you know, maybe maybe I should have pulled it back a little bit and made you guys work a little harder for things. Not that you didn't work hard, but, um, you know, maybe – and I think that um, maybe just through observation, you see me and mom working and working two jobs. That, that you know, just the idea that that's what you need to do, uh, where me, I didn't see that. Um, I experienced it. You know, so so you guys got to witness it and see it and see mom and dad are working, they're working two jobs, they're working hard to get what they want to get. Um, I, my parents, didn't, not that they work hard, but my mom didn't work and my dad worked one job. Um, but but it was more or less of if you want it, you have to work for it. And I wanted, so I worked for it. And you guys just seen someone, someone else not, do it. Yeah, there's not much that your father wanted. <laughs> By, no, he, he did. He did. Okay. okay. Um, it was a unique cat. Yeah. No, he he. Did, there was things that he wanted, and he budgeted, and he he did it. They weren't necessarily things that I wanted or would benefit me. You know, he had he had sailboats and model airplanes and things <laughs> of that nature. Yeah. But it wasn't like 
you know, it was, you know, 100 bucks might be spent on a new sailboat trailer or something, you know, and not on basketball registration. You know what I mean? It was, it was just, it was different. It was just yeah. different. You know, and his idea was, I'm going to have a boat and we're all going to enjoy what I want to do. We did. Would you say that, like, you were able to work so hard for so long because you had that sense of purpose? Just because I know when I was getting out of the army, a major reason I left was because we didn't have that purpose anymore of going overseas and actually doing anything. It was like we were we were just kind of existing and we didn't have a purpose. So why would we work hard? It's like, um, outside, you know, you know, it might be, but the the purpose is different. Um, um, inherent failure. Maybe it's because I'm a teacher. Maybe it's 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 built into those people. Is that um, I'm, I'm a provider, I'm a facilitator, and I don't want to fail. I don't want you to fail. When you fail, I fail. So I didn't want to let my kids down. You know, I wanted them to do what they wanted to do within reason, and I wanted them to be able to experience. We grew, um, they went to um, probably median income to high income schools. It was hard keeping up with the Joneses. You know, years ago, you know, their high school and their junior high was known for in an elite school so i wanted them to fit in you know what i mean and i didn't want them to be picked on and i didn't want them to not have what the others had i think what had happened was is um supplementing my income i worked and then when i didn't need to even to this day i i don't need to i still do um i think that's because um necessity goes aside and and then other things fill up you know my, my wife will say and, and i don't disagree you know you you spend what you have and now i have more so i spend more mm -hmm. um i think um i think it was more of um an emotional thing you know like i said i had i had um four kids and yeah uh it was baseball bats and hockey sticks yep. and, you know so it was always you know just wanting for them um, in fact, Jimmy was teasing me. My he wants me to play hockey with him. My hockey stick. I still have that S7 hockey stick. Nice stick that I that I bought used. The last hockey <laughs> stick I ever um, used in my last high school hockey game. Uh, six I years bought, ago. <laughs> that was six years ago, and I probably bought it five years before. That. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah. Um, because I'm it was. Not. Yeah, I don't know if it's an S7. They're probably on S70 now. Yeah. At least. Um, yeah. It was. I don't need. I I want them. Yeah, you know, well, how did you? It's a transition, you know. Yeah, I was just gonna say, how did you transfer your mindset? Like, um, for me, it's hard for me to achieve something. So, like for this podcast, I I achieved something. We we get we hit the ground running with it. I wanted to buy me something, so I bought me a pair of shoes to match it. <laughs> so now I I feel like this like this sense. Wow, I I did this and I got this out of it. Did you were you uh, able to kind of see that through us, or was it just kind of harder? You had to deal with not yeah, getting it for yourself. No, no, you know, having having kids, it makes it a little easier because I then live vicariously through you. So um, you guys are probably I know Brandon start he may be starting to see it now, uh, and you'll start to see it now. You know, those guys getting drafted in the NBA, those guys getting drafted in hockey are like nineteen. Yeah, you know, so the prospect of you going pro in hockey now are less than five percent you know what i mean so you, you've got to move on 
um, you know, I, the same thing happened to me with, with uh, basketball. And, and when I met your mother, I think I was playing on like four softball teams. And I was on three, three basketball teams. You know, and then you get older, you get slower, you get fatter, you get injured, and you start to say, "Shit, I just can't do this no more." You know, I, you know, I'm doing this, you know, from at a high level down to a lower level, lower level, lower level, lower level. Breaking my knee, breaking my back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> ow, I mean, you, ow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, and then what happens is I, I'm, I'm able to now do it through you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys all. Um, you don't play it at a high level. You guys play at a high level of hockey. You know, I mean, you guys, you guys were really. I mean, yeah. I don't. I think out of the three of you, I think you were all captain at one point in time. Yeah. Um, well, so, so now that we're all moved out, so so Jimmy's on, uh, almost on to his thing. Sissy's, she's a teacher now. Stepped into your footsteps. And yeah. Banjo's out in Orlando. Are you guys, you and mom? Almost at the point where you could transfer over. Now you're wanting to back to what you guys want. You guys are doing um, doing what you want on like the weekends and stuff. Oh yeah, we're doing a lot of that. We're doing a lot of that. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. It's hard. Um, it's hard because uh, I'm still a very frugal person. So you know, like I, I want a camper for the back of my truck. I'm not gonna buy one. Yeah, you, you were here. I'm, I'm because I have a picture I got to show you. I found my... one. Found one yeah. at Target. This dude had one built. Yeah, on the, on the yeah. Back of this. Strapped, yeah, so strapped it's... with the ratchet straps. Good it's how it was yeah. yeah. So it's it's things like that. I mean, uh, you guys practically <laughs> all moved out. We got the Disney World tickets. Yeah, could have done that with you guys here. You know, we're yeah. going to Disney World every other week, and, and you know, so yeah, we do. <laughs> We do some of that. We do some of that. Um, it's not necessarily purchases. It was it was kind of funny um, because we were at that concert the other day. You know, normally it's you know buy the concert shirt, you know, buy the concert shirt. You know, let everybody know you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I may, and maybe it's social media. I no longer have that urge to buy the concert shirt. You know, I'd rather have the picture of me and mom at the concert. Yeah, that I can share and think about. Then I mean, shirts are cool. It, it becomes, you know, it becomes those pictures and those memories. You know, we went camping um, about a month ago, and it, we didn't buy anything. You know, we went down to the Keys and went all over, and it was just it's pictures. It's pictures yeah. of me and her together. It's, that's that's what's more important. Wow, twenty-seven years. Can I thirty-two? Yeah, go I, ahead. I got a question. Yeah. You can ask anything. <laughs> so, like, I'm about to have kids soon. What would one thing like? What's one thing that you wish you had done differently, raising kids? Um, I don't know if there is any. I, I don't want to sound perfect. But yeah, yeah. I think if there was something I I could have done a little better, you know. And and the goal is, you know, the goal is. And I, I think I've told them all this. I know I've specifically with a sister a little more. Is my goal is to move you out of my home is that at some point in time you're self-sufficient you know not that we kick you out I kick you all out but that <laughs> at some point in time you're self-sufficient and i believe all four of mine are pretty much self-sufficient you know jimmy's jimmy's the youngest he's yeah. he's, he's still in time. school still, still on the end of it but i mean uh, trevor you know in the army he did really well you know he was self-sufficient his older brother uh, got a degree he's working he's his his sister now is a teacher and she's i'm so 
That was my goal. As, as far as something I would have done different, um, I, I, I think about this a lot. I think about, um, uh, I think all of my children are accountable for what they've done um, and what they do from, from being graduating school to failing term papers. I just think um, failure accountability, I might have worked a little bit better. Um, and, and not that they failed, but I'm just saying there's there were little hiccups I think about in my head. I don't want specific situations. I'm like, well, I mean, we could use I, my, uh, my uh, freshman my freshman year of high school one as an example if you want the, the courses I had to drop out of because I was too lazy yeah. to do them. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's just... <clears throat> You, you, but you were, and that's you were not there. what I was thinking about. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking but about. But you were there trying to trying to push me towards it. That was one where you were yeah. trying to get yeah, me. Yeah, and maybe I pushed <laughs> too much. Maybe I pushed too much. Uh, he was in an IB program, and, and it Oof. took the fun away from high school. You know, so so that was probably a good idea to, to let him. But just, like, like I said, things like that. What, what, what comes to mind is um, watching them play hockey and when a penalty got called, that they argued it instead of accepting it. <laughs> what? And, and I'm, Trevor? I'm, no. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not picking on Trevor. I'm not picking on Trevor. I mean, all three of them, all three of them had that issue. Well, yeah, all three of them had that issue, probably. Um, I find that hard to believe, knowing Trevor. Well, you must not know his brother Brandon, but maybe not Brandon. But no, anyway. I know Trevor. If he thinks he's right, he's going to make that known. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Come I don't on. mind. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Stevie Wonder could have seen that call. Like, but but that's that's something I, w I would have probably done a little bit different. Um, I was just talking to his brother Jimmy about it. I, I was Maybe it was what I chose. I was lucky that when I chose a... a supplemental income it was a job that i could take time off from so very rarely um you know four kids not so much a sister but but the three boys were in hockey and baseball and i think i coached everybody in every sport yeah. they did been to if if between the four of them easily they could have played probably at least 700 different events different games i may have missed five yeah um total and the reason they were missed was there were two going on at one time there weren't <laughs> many there wasn't many there was never a job i took that i like i said a second job i took that i would be missing something i, I wouldn't let that happen yeah so um, the first job though let's talk about that a little bit teaching teaching you want to just kind of go through your uh where it all started, where you got the idea to start teaching, and then just your through college, how you got your degree and all that. Yeah, that that was weird. That was um, I'd been to several several different universities, and um, trying to think what the last one was. I guess it doesn't matter. And and while I was I was either in engineering school or studying physics. I, I think it was physics. And while I was doing that, I was actually coaching a travel baseball team for my two nephews. Um, and somebody said, hey, you're good at this. You should do this. Um, so uh, being cheap, I went to Governor State University, which was just a two-year university. You had to have your AA before you went in. 
Um, I think they changed since then. And they had an education program and it was cheap. It was like maybe at that time, sound is, it was expensive at the time. It was like $75 a credit hour. And <laughs> I went in there, <laughs> went in there and um, the entire time I, I paid for my own. That's why it seems expensive. Uh, yeah. It was, you know, one semester charging it, one semester paying, no money, take a semester off. Um, and I started doing that. And education's a, a crazy field um, where it's, it is, it can be competitive and it does get competitive, but everyone, you're there to help students and you're there to help each other. So I, I remember going into my first class, it was, um, like concepts of education or something. It was really stupid class. It was classrooms are full of kids, you know, duh. Um, there's, post, there's posters on the wall, duh. Here's how you make a poster. Here's how you have a Xerox. And I remember um, the one class, it was the lab class. And the one class was, uh, the exam was making one of those bulletin boards like teachers have on the wall, you know, with the pictures of bees or whatever you got going on there. And I, I knew nothing. I knew nobody in my family was a teacher. Nobody was in education. I had no friends. I just did it on a whim. And like about four or six people came and helped me and said, well, here's some border for you. And here's the letters that are cut out and everybody helped. So on a just stupid whim, um, I thought I had been in engineering and physics that I had so much math that because I had so much math, You'll just be a math teacher. Yeah, they'll just they'll just let you, uh, and that wasn't it. So I thought it'd be easy. It was a little harder than I thought. Um, it was a pay decrease from what I was doing, um, but I, I think it paid off in the end. I think it paid off. What uh, what would you have taken? What would you have done instead? Do you have like another career you have in mind you would have done for sure instead? Um. I mean, you did just about <laughs> just about everything yeah. on the side. <laughs> um. I was sorry, I'm breaking up. I was really close to having my degree in engineering. I might have gone back and done that. Um, it's a little more lucrative, but talking to different electrical engineers and mechanical engineers that I know, um, they're constantly laid off. You know, it's it's here's a project for three years. When it gets done, they cut everybody out, and then um, you know, and then you move on to the next job. I, I get real nervous and stuff. I, with kids, there's no way I could have done that. Just keep I, going. I'm yeah. Freaking out all the time. Um, but if I didn't, if I wasn't, if I wasn't a teacher, I'd probably, you know, I worked at um, a place called Builder Squares, like, like Home Depot. I would have probably done that. I'd have probably been in management there. Oh, really? Okay. How how long have you been teaching for then? Um, uh, my, my, my guess would be 25, 26 years, something like that. Oh, wow. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been have, a while. Have you noticed like a big change in like the kids when you started teaching versus the kids now? Um, I would have to say, yeah, yeah. I think now, um, kids are more empowered to communicate their feelings. Um, 
I, I, I'm trying to keep this so I so yeah. I can keep my job. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, when I first started, it was the teacher saying this. I'm going to do this. Um, now it's I don't want to do that. I don't like that. You know, call call someone's house and it's like, well, if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. Or before, like, kind of at the beginning, it was everyone just did what I told them. Now I have to give a little more explanation as to this is why we're doing it. This is where it's going to be. Da 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 da. So there's a lot more questioning of what I'm doing by everybody, you know, from students to parents, yeah. administration to governor to president. Well, what uh, what grade are you teaching then? Um, right now I teach eighth grade, eighth grade okay. science. Yeah, because my uncle, he was with the NYPD for a while, but now he teaches fifth grade. And that's one thing he always tells me is like, you'll tell a kid to do something and he'll tell you to just to screw off or whatever. And then like, he'll call the parents and the parents will be like, my kid doesn't want to do that. He don't have to. Yeah. Right. But like right. for me, for me, if a parent called my mom, like it don't matter what it was. Like I was getting an earful uh, regardless. Yeah. No, if they say you know, I'm calling your mom, cool. I'll do whatever they want. I'm calling yeah. your mom. You can't. She's she's working around. Please don't. She's on the moon. She's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it, you know. It used to be. Yeah. It used to be where you call or threaten to call. It was fine. Um, it's just changed. You know. And not that it's necessarily wrong. You know. But but it's just things change. You got to change with them. You know. Yeah. And, how did how have you changed the way with it? it is? How have you changed um, with it, your teaching style? I think I think when I started. I wanted to be hard nosed guy, blah 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 blah, um, and then I had kids, and I was like, you know, how would I want my uh, child to be treated? And I think that's always in the back of my head, and and, and lately, like now, I teach in a, a depressed area, so um, it's it's I got to get into those people's heads, you know, and it's it's they're not all coming from a rational place, and some are, you know, and and like you said. Um, instinctively we want our kids to do better than we did and my dad wanted me to be better than he was my dad was a outstanding mechanic and probably could have been an engineer but wasn't i mean he engineered a great many things um he wanted me to be an engineer when i told him i was gonna be a teacher he was highly upset um because those guys don't make money they don't get respect blah 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 blah, blah. you're wasting your brain um and it was the same for me you know i want my kids i don't know if right now um, all parents are like that, where they want, um, the I want my kids to do better than me. I want my kids to be the same as me. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if everybody wants, I, I imagine they do, but to what degree, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's hard for Elon Musk to say, my kid's going to be better than me. You know, <laughs> do you know, hopefully, 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 you know, he has you know, nine yeah. kids. I did not know He's got nine does, kids, three baby mamas. Energy? Yeah. I know, three yeah. baby mamas. <laughs> Doesn't have to have it. He can pay people to have it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That's a great point. But here's um, a billion. <laughs> there was um, there was a Chicago DJ years ago. I don't know if he's still around. Uh, by the name of Jonathan Brandmeier. He used to go by the name Johnny B. And he had. If, I, I don't know if he could YouTube or Google it, but he uh, he had a song he put out when he was when he was about to become a father. And it was uh, how am I going to be a dad? And the lyrics went something like you know. I'm 35 years old and I don't do what I'm told. What am? How am I going to be a dad telling a kid what to do? You know what I mean? So it's 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 a change. Like I say, you change your whole life. You just change and change and change and change. Yeah. Whether it's career wise or 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 
relationship wise, it's you got to change. Yeah, because a lot of the stories my uncle tells me is like a lot of parents treat school as kind of just a big daycare, which like to me, I mean, I, I can see the point. Like, I, I understand it. But like name name something more important to a country than in educating its youth. Like, it's hard for me to imagine yeah. such an important job. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm lucky because I teach science, so so my goal is to teach how to solve a problem, you know, and, and, and the problem isn't always just eradicate the issue. It's, you getting a spam you know, too? <laughs> I get, I get. Spam. Yeah, look at Las Vegas is calling me. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. But yeah, I I just try to teach problem solving. Hopefully these kids will get to the age where, or the situation where they say, yeah, I followed these four steps to solve a problem. I don't, I don't know. You know, some, some industries don't allow it. I, you know, I work, I work at Lowe's part-time when there's a problem there, it's, um, call management, call manager. You know what I mean? And you guys were in the army, you know, when you have a problem you're not allowed to figure it out, you know, they, don't you dare. Sensitive, you know, oh, pray to God. Pray yeah. to God. What, you figured this out without me? Are you insane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> what was I supposed get, to do? Did you get permission to think? Yeah. So, so you, you know, it's, it's just, it's it's different. It's just, you know, when I first started, um, kids listened and did. Now it's a, it's a, there's a lot more, a lot of things. It, more me centered you know you see that like we go to disney world we go here and there walmart you know everyone's me centered like they're the only person there you know and it's just like i say you just gotta know your audience and get in their head and figure out you know why are they doing what they're doing it's not easy as a teacher because you just don't know especially adolescents you know, one day one day they're happy and you know playing pokemon the next day they you know want to drive a car so shoot, shoot up a school <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, it's an interesting thing because I was thinking about it the other day. It's like, man, my dad has probably touched so many lives because I could think back to how many teachers I had, and how many teachers I think, how many stories I have with my teachers, all that. And I mean, <clears throat> you've got a couple TikToks or whatever it was. You showed me one time I came home from the army and your kids were TikToking you. Oh my god! Yeah, you had like a, an experiment, and they took a TikTok of it. Yeah, yeah. And the that's tic, cool. That's the TikTok cool. blew up. I don't, I don't, yeah. I can't remember the experiment, but that's you do that a lot. You, yeah, and you get that. You yeah, get them. Uh, first law. Yeah. You get them engaged a lot. You get them. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's moving. it's really hard now. Um, uh, right now, we're just we're in the middle of like a lot of political crap right now, so it's hard for me to even. Do things that aren't vetted first. And I try telling my yeah. So how do you how do you uh how do you cope with that? Because for me, it's like the Lowe's thing. Like um, I can't fix the problem myself, or I can't I can't do what I want. And for me, that drives me crazy. Yeah. So how do you um, how do you kind of work with that? I haven't yet, but um, <laughs> I've been very I've been very lucky that you know you know I have data that shows what I do works. Yeah. Um, and, and even like at Lowe's, you know, they write me off as, uh, you know, he's just a teacher. He's part-time. He's doing his part-time. He's a teacher. You know, although I, I worked in retail, I was in retail management for like 15 years of my life. Um, I know some things, you know what I mean? So 
I, I just got to deal with it that um, it'll come around. It'll yeah. come around. People, <laughs> you know, I've been, I don't know if it's me, my personality, or, or what goes on, but it, uh, eventually, you know, the people at Lowe's, the people at school, they come around, they say, hey, you know, that was a good idea. We ought to listen to him. Do you have any more of that? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's patience. Just, pay, you know, I'm just I've been working on, been working on my patience. That's yeah. the yeah. hardest yeah. thing. Well, it takes time. It takes time. And, and, and like I said, you have to do it. You haven't done it yet. You know? Well, yeah. Well, the biggest thing for me was the army was go, 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 go. And then um, now I've gotten out and it's not go, 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 go. And, uh, but you got the car that keeps you going. Exactly, you yeah. I, so now I, so I got to start bringing things in to, to keep me going. Um, and you got to keep doing that. Well, then I, then I was getting... Uh, I had kids, like, you know, like Kevin. Kevin will have kids yeah. that will take that place. Well, I was getting, you like, know. almost frustrated because, I, I mean, it would be like I'm driving to, driving to the gym. But everyone's not moving fast enough. I'm not getting there in time. But in time for what? Like, who am I getting there in time for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and it, it really, like, time time itself really messed with my head because I looked into how, um, was it, the Temple of Ra? How they, like, how time came about. Yeah. They just they just made it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like, they literally created it. They're, look, Those we're going to call, look, look, the stick is shorter. The shadow of the stick is shorter during summer than it is winter. And so this means something. Let's create time so that we know this. And so in my that head, I started the, thinking, like, why Why am I yeah. freaking out for no reason? That was one of the tough parts about moving from Chicago to Florida. I mean, uh, Dan Ryan in Florida, average speed's got to be – literally, it has to be 75, 80 miles per hour out of 55. You know, down here, I'm going down 19 and or even down the, the, the Sun Coast. You know, I go down the Sun Coast, the speed limit's 70. The fast lane is doing seventy, and it just uh, <laughs> boggles my mind. You know, it just takes me some time to think of. You know, wait a minute. You know, I'm not going to be late. I don't have yeah. to be there that quick. I it, it, you know, calm down, Jim. You know, <laughs> That's go a good and, point. Yeah, because here, know, here it's an army town. If it's a forty-five, everyone's doing sixty. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you ain't doing a forty-five and a forty-five out here. Not here in Tampa. No, no. Like I said, and, and weird because the Dan Ryan in Chicago, I think the speed limit's 55, maybe it's 65 now. Speed limit on the uh, Sun Coast is 70, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been past 70, you know. Yeah. Not without trouble. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's one of those things. You know, what's more important to you? Yeah. I had kind of a question that I like to ask people that are older than me. Um what would you say was the best decade that we had as a country? Um, well, hmm. no. I know it's kind of, it's a tough question. It's a lot of nuance. Yeah. I would, I, it, it's, it's neat because you have memories. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. President, um, Jerry Colangelo, if you don't know Jerry Colangelo, Jerry Colangelo owns the, uh, I think it's the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Coyotes. Um, Arizona Coyotes, and he went to my high school. Not when I went; he went prior to that. Uh, very politically connected, and President Reagan was at my school, and I was fortunate enough that I, I was I, that was my first uh, presidential election. I got to vote in. 
was uh, voted for President Reagan. You know, when, when we see the, the, the ebbs and flows of those things, you know, just, um, just you know, you know, I, I give Trevor crap too, because, you know, I hate his music, but. <laughs> but you're not a big what, baby fan? Yeah, no, it all depends. Yeah, it all depends what you're looking at. <laughs> as far as, you know, you know, things just keep progressing. I mean, um, literally, I first started teaching back in 97, about. Um, email was just a thing and you had to pay for it. Um, now, now I'm sitting in my dining room, you know, having a discussion with you guys. Um, I, I couldn't say which, you, you know, depending on what it is, you know, music, probably the 60s, 70s. Um, I think now, you know, technology wise, probably this decade or the past decade, I, I was talking to my son or my brother, Johnny and, and Jimmy just the other day about there was a Tesla car. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy's the cart guy at Walmart, and a car just pulled out in front of him with no driver. I mean, oh man, is it getting better than that? You know, a car comes to the car comes to the front of Walmart to pick you up. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah, so the best decade I think is is the one you're in. You know, the one you're having fun in. I've had fun in them all, um, and they just keep getting better. You know, right now, yeah. um, if Trevor knows, I think my brother bought me the Oculus. Yeah. Um, oh no! I'm having fun with that. <laughs> the next day, my mom sent me a picture of like the. It was what like the wall. The picture on the wall was on the ground. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, like the rug was flipped over. Oh yeah! yeah. I was like, man, I was what are you doing? Just so dangerous, bro. Well, yeah, just you know, I was I was boxing. I was boxing a guy in front of me, you know, and, and I just, you just know that someday this will be Oculus. You know, I mean, yeah. I'll be looking in your living room. Um. Are they going to have concerts? Can you imagine if there was a concert on the Oculus? That would be so wicked. Put out some headphones. Um, no, those are ahead of you. So I, I don't know. The best best decade, I think, is is the one I've been fortunate enough to be in right now. Yeah. Um, what they, about... they just keep getting better. Cars, probably, you know, cars Ooh, play in the 70s. Music yeah. 70s. You know, the cars now, there's cool ones, but not nearly as cool as I yeah. Have you driven a Tesla, though? I have not. My partner at oh, work has man. one. He's driven a My 79 Corvette, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, my brother just drove one, um, or I guess drove one, piloted it uh, from Los Angeles to New York, and he said he didn't have to touch the wheel the whole time. Those things are insane. They're Such so a quick, game too. changer, man. Anyone who drives far distances, anyone, yeah, yeah. and now they're coming out with a semi truck. I don't know I can if you saw that. Ryan? I mean, it was in a semi truck. <laughs> yeah, his cousin Ryan is a truck driver. I mean, can you imagine just. Yeah, but uh, that does uh, kind of bring me into my next question. Now that we're talking about time and decades, the beginning of time, big science physics guy. What is <laughs> what is your idea of the beginning of time? Where did time start? Oh, that's a good question. And, oh. uh, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know that becomes a problem for me as a teacher because uh, you know you talk about evolution and the Big Bang and. You know, you get into uh, secular God stuff and that. Uh, um, it, it, as a science teacher, you know, we're taught um, empirical evidence, you know, em, uh, evidence that can't be disputed um, and quantitative results. You know, what, what quantity can you throw on something that I can't argue with, you know, and, and with, with 
the modern computers and then being able to just follow the stars now, which way they're going now, and trace them going backwards back to the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. um, I can't I can't argue with that because that is what it is. You know, I mean, it's it's documented, it's proven. I can I can see it um, with everybody. It's hard. It's 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 hard to get them to believe something they can't see. Um, but as far as I know, that would be the beginning is the Big Bang. I, you know, was there something before it? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it and I haven't heard anybody really. I, I, I <laughs> for my students and my children, that I'm at a crossroads because um, I cannot stand Bill Nye. Oh, he's terrible. The science guy, yeah. Yeah, he's a clown and he comes off as an expert. He's just, he's, he's, he's an actor. He's not really a doctor, right? He's like got a bachelor's in something. He's got a bachelor's in mechanical engineering. So he wow. has some science behind him, but most of that show was scripted and, and produced for him. The guy I really like to follow who really has a good grasp on it is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Uh, he, he makes everyone understand it and, and uh, isn't afraid to be wrong. Isn't you know, and he's so I, I I listen to him occasionally, often. Um, so when it comes to time, when it started, that's that's my guess. It's my hypothesis yeah. is that a big bang. I got nothing else for you. I'll chime in then, as the religious guy. Then, um, I I think that there's some things that you just kind of have to accept that no one is really going to be certain of, like. I, I like the idea of a Big Bang theory. Like, to me, it makes sense. Okay, the stars are going that way. It stands the reason they came from the other direction. But, like, at the end of the day, we really can't be certain. And I think we have to be okay that that's we, – we don't know. And we're, maybe we're not meant to know. Yeah, and that's quite possible. I mean, when, when you think about it, I mean, I'm looking out my back window and there's squirrels. Squirrels don't know. Squirrels don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know, it may just be that – it may just be that our species is at the point where we care. Yeah. We just don't have the capacity to it's, know. It's like uh, I mean, maybe there's some other some other being out there that you know on some planet. Well, that's what's been messing with my head. No one is, does know. Yeah, that's what what's been messing with my head is because I started tapping into the other beings that are everywhere around us and the evidence of them being everywhere around us. Have you like Dad? Have you heard of Bob Lazar? Have you ever heard of his uh -oh. story at all? I think you would like his story. Cause no, no, no. I think I have. He's um, the guy that worked in. Uh, was it 51 yeah yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's just yeah. a crazy story and it's just hard for me to see that this dude just made it all up and yeah, if he yeah, did I, for the past 40 years that's one hell of a one hell of a liar no he didn't make that up though <laughs> you know it's, the story's been the same for 50 40 so it's years. just it's like things yeah, yeah. things we can't can't understand and it's irritating to us because as as a humans we see it like, sure. like we understand everything else more than everything else understands us right so right, it's hard yeah, for us know. to <laughs> it's frustrating yeah. yeah but um yeah you know i heard him on a radio program at night i listened to a radio program called um oh it's been on forever forever uh, am coast to coast uh i think it's george george nori he, he covers things like that every night it's one of those um and that's where he had bob lazar on talking about his time I th he was at area 51 yeah. right i mean yeah yeah he talked about that i just you know that I have problems with, you know, and it's the science guy. I, mean, I just have problems with, with those things um, because I need the evidence. Um, and I, you know, because we get the, 
flat earthers and we get the moon landing people and i just and you guys probably know um being in in the military um how do you keep something that broad you know let's just say people that say the moon landing is fake you know um something of that high of a production how do you keep it quiet when you have literally thousands of people in on it you know what i mean uh you, you can't you know the, the moon landing happened you know it couldn't yeah. un not happen unless all those you know you, you how do you pay all those people to be quiet about it being fake um i, I don't know you know i i have difficulty with the alien thing but that's just me being yeah. no, you'd have to threaten them yeah, that's the, that's the only thing. Like the aliens have to be saying, "Look, you tell anyone," because like they're saying, there's no there's no NDAs, so they're not there's no rules saying they can't say anything. So aliens have to be flying in on this spaceship. He said it it distorts yeah, gravity. No, no, that's just I, <laughs> I, fuck, I, like, I totally what? disagree with that. Yeah, you know, think about it. this. Think about this. Um, right now, as we speak, you'll appreciate this. We have a remote control helicopter on Mars. Uh, we haven't been able to travel any planets, and we're seeing these aliens who travel light years to get here. Um, got here and, and, and crashed. You know, here we are way less sophisticated than any alien that went light years. And we have a remote control air helicopter and, and, and truck on Mars. Why are they sending aliens here? Why don't they send their drone here? Why don't they send their remote control helicopter? Just, I, I, once again, I need empirical evidence. You know, until one, I guess, walks in my backyard and shakes yeah. my hand. I got, hey, yeah. hey, yeah. I, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I run a theory by you then? Yeah. So okay. So my take on aliens is that they may already be here, but they're in a dimension that we can't perceive. So you're an empirical guy, like yeah. you like evidence, right? So I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can take a stab at it. So like, we're on three dimensions, right? If we were in two dimensions and we were hanging out, we'd just be two stick figures, right? Yeah, I've heard I, that theory before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've heard it then. Uh, but, yeah, it's the, uh, what's that called? It came out a long time ago. Oh, mm. It was called flat something. And it was the idea that if a three-dimensional object was traveling through a two-dimensional object, you would just see the outlines of it. Yeah, you would just see a circle. Right, and maybe that's what we see occasionally are those circles, are those images. Um, yeah, that's conceivably possible. I can, I can accept that. But I can't accept the fact that they... Back when I was a kid, it was a lot different than when you were a kid. Yeah. And a lot different now. Back when I was a kid, um, it was a lot of they abducted cows and they picked up some farmer in Nebraska. Well, that's the government. Them. That ain't no alien. That's that, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's well, the other problem is the government's involved. Well, here, okay, so so yeah, and and here's a. I don't know if it's still true to this date, but my my brother used to live in Lancaster, California, um, about. 10 miles away from Edford, Edwards Air Force Base. Lancaster, California used to hold the record for the most UFO sightings in the world. Now, why are they going to the desert? They're not. It's, that's where the skunk works are. That's where Northrop is. You know, that's where they're designing, you know, vertical takeoff yeah, airplanes exactly, and rockets yeah. and, and crap like that. So, I, like you said, it's... It, 
I bet you 90% of it is the government playing with something and someone saw it and they don't want to let the cat out of the bag. I yeah, mean, that's uh, I think Joe Rogan's take on it, too. Yeah, for how many years? I mean, my brother works on the B2, you know, for how many years was that a secret? I mean, it used to be where when he walked in, uh, cell phones and keys and everything were kept somewhere. And he walked through and walked out, you know, walked out every day. Now, you know, I can take a tour of their plant if I want to, you know. So, so if they're letting me see this alleged invisible bomber, what are they not letting me see? I mean, it, California in the 60s and 70s was where they were doing, the government was doing those MKUltra LSD experiments on homeless people. So yeah. that, that may have been part of it. I don't know. I've never tried it. Well, there's, like I said, there's that. And that's where they're building all the experimental aircraft. So, you know, going to have a, you know, a vertical takeoff vehicle that doesn't show up on radar, which is what they're in the business of. You know, and and then they're going to say, "Hey, guys, that was that was our little toy we're playing with." Yeah, let let the Russians and Chinese know now. No, <laughs> yeah, they're, you they're got gonna it. Find, <laughs> they're going to find some homeless guy and find him and say, "Hey, this guy was abducted." You know? Yeah. Well, a lot of people also say there's um, if the government does know, is that something they should tell the people? Can the people handle the news? And if that's probably the, not, yeah, well, that's the thing. If there, if there's information that some, <clears throat> the government says people can't handle now, what other information can the people not handle? And is it good that the people aren't hearing it? And, and not only that, but even that information given, how will it be, uh, twisted? I mean, just look at crazy things like, I get crazy. Climate change, you know. Oh, don't get too crazy. Uh -oh. We're gonna, you know, we're uh -oh. gonna talk about climate change, and then all of a sudden the next day we're, you know, cow farts and 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 you know, yeah, drive electric vehicles and things of that nature. You know, yeah. Uh, you know who's gonna take it to a profit from? Which I got no problem. Make your profit, but who's gonna politicize it and say, hey, you know, nobody should have one. Everybody should have one. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Oh, it would you know, be politicized. It's Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you know, you can have an alien here. You know, it's going to, well, first is, you know, we lock him up. Oh, we can't lock him up. You know, it's freedom of speech. You got to let the alien walk about. Oh, it's a danger. You know, it, it would just be crazy. You yeah. can't let people know. Would you let people know, Trevor? Yeah, I think I would I would end up letting people know. People are too stupid to know. You can't let them. That's, yeah, yeah, it's like well, in, that's in black, the problem, dude. though, too. But then all the smart people don't know either, then. Um. I guess I, you know, I guess I don't know. You know, reverse <laughs> yeah. engineer a, a UFO. I well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you dropped a nuclear reactor on some pirate ship in the 1600s, they wouldn't know what to do with it. They'd probably just kill yeah. themselves right. with it. That'd yeah, we, we, yeah, we've seen this in uh, what was that movie? Uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, was well, not kind of, oh, no, 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 no. Terminator. You know, we're gonna oh, go okay. back in time and and and. Extinguish what started us. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I would personally like to know just because I'm curious. But like, I know that if you went on the news and said, "Oh, we actually have an alien," and we've had him for a while, people would flip out. Like, you would go to the grocery stores; there would be anything there. Things would be on fire. Like, it would yeah. be mayhem. Oh yeah, that is true. And yeah, when are more coming? What are we going to do with this one? Uh, 
yeah what is he a republican or is he a democrat like yeah. <laughs> it, it, it'd be so much crazy stuff bro i, I don't yeah. blame him for doing that. so uh yeah you can't let people know dad i was watching something uh they were asking elon musk who who is going to be the first people on mars because they asked him are we going to get to mars he said oh yeah we'll get there no doubt and they said well who are you going to send normally it would be the rich people is that a good idea and who would you send instead person like like what if i wanted to go type deal who who do you want first on mars who do i want I, you, know, you know i just you know i guess when you think about it i, I just want people that aren't going to screw it up you know <laughs> and, and and i don't mean screw up the planet i i i just mean you know i i You're don't starting ex- over yeah, I don't want excuses for why you can't do it. You know, I, I, I get it done. I guess I don't think it, you know who I'd want to go. It's going to sound stupid as crazy, and he, and he probably couldn't do it. You know, think about who someone who who could make it work. Uh, Bear Grylls, you know, that guy could make it work. You know, he's, he's gonna <laughs> you're gonna done. Going to find a Martian eucalyptus tree, and you know, I don't. know. Get some um, moss and, and drink yeah. it. <laughs> it depends. It depends what you want to do. You know, it really depends yeah. what you want to do with it. Like, you know, they keep talking about the moon. You know, you're going to put someone there who can cultivate where you want a farmer. You know what I mean? Um, uh, um, you know, it, it, but then you think about some place like Australia, man. You just want to throw all the prisoners there? What do you want to do with it? You know, uh, what's your end game, I guess? You know, my end game would be. You know, I wanted to survive, so I want survivalists. You don't have to be the smartest, you know. Not that Bear, you know, Barry Grills probably couldn't do a Rubik's Cube, but <laughs> if I throw him in a desert, he he lives the rest oh, of his yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, he'll come out alive. I ain't living uh, in no damn desert, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Right now. Yeah. That's uh, a tough. Who would you send, Trevor? I think I, think I would. I would want, yeah, no, I would, I would want. I mean, either. Someone like Elon Musk, or, or even like myself, some or someone, someone who I could trust to oversee it. Because like even right now, you have a puppet in office, and you have people overseeing him. That's who I'd send is Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah, let's get Joe Biden on Mars. But let's get yeah. like Elon Musk. He's running it all. We probably don't want him there because if he dies, then what are we gonna do? He's our number one inventor, creator, that type of deal. It's one of those typical situations, you know. You need you need like one of everybody, you know. You yeah. need somebody somebody who's mechanical. You need somebody who can lead. You know what I mean? You need somebody to do the grunt work. You know, you just you need a, an eclectic group. Like uh, a po- what's that movie? Apocalypse, where they send Bruce Willis to some asteroid, and you got this ragtag group of drillers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I would I'd imagine like um. Like a big round table. Like, I don't know if y'all seen Contact with Jodie Foster, but like when they're interviewing, they're, you remember that scene where they're interviewing her and they got like a, a, a physicist, a chemist, a religious yeah. person, like a, right. a leader of every major thing that makes us humans. Like, I think that's what you'd need to do. Right, right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you think about it, we're going to send our brightest guy there. Well, if you don't make it, you know, well, yeah. just lost yeah. that. Exactly why Kevin wasn't sent into battle on the front lines. We don't want to lose him. Yeah, exactly he's right. He's way too smart. Just too important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Dad, it's uh, – I mean, there's just so much to cover. It's hard to 
hard to stay on track with one thing. That's what I took oh, to sorry about today. That. <laughs> no, uh, completely fine. What you? How do I put this? Simply put, you know a lot of fun facts. Uh, you know a lot of unique facts that a lot of the world doesn't know. And I don't know that. You were even saying <laughs> you were even saying you wanted to start your own podcast for us, so hopefully we'll get that started sometime soon. Yeah. Here yeah. in twenty twenty three, mind over matter, <laughs> we'll get it going here. We'll yeah, get it coming. We'll get it going. Uh, but yeah, where where do you learn most of these things? Like what what do you? I know you scroll on Facebook, all that, but that's not the proper source to get your information from. And all all growing up, I was able to ask you, Dad, what's this? Dad, what's that? And for me, as a as a future dad, I would like to be able to answer those questions for my kid and hopefully the listeners as well. So just kind of where'd you get all that information? You know, from everywhere, from everywhere. You know, I, I, um, I, as a, a child or younger, you know, I, it wasn't until I was probably in high school or, or probably college that I became somewhat athletic. So I didn't have that going for me. And I, I was in the band. I was a little geeky kid. So, what can I do to set out from other people? It's, it's no stupid things. You know? <laughs> um, and I found, and you know, and you become that person when you're in a group in high school or junior high or something like that 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 knows something stupid. You know, I know I know something stupid. You know, but it's cool. Um, <laughs> and the more more of those things you know, the the more I could, you know, talk to people. And and you know. Um, I talk to a lot of people, you know, I talk to the bus driver, oh, yeah. right? you know, <clears throat> talk to the homeless guy, you know, just want to know, just want to know those little tidbit facts. And, and I, I, I get like an endorphin rush out of stuff like that, you know, um, knowing how something works or what's, you know, um, I think for a couple of father's days ago, mom got me um, a trip, a, a tour of Disney World from the backside of Disney World. So we got to go behind the scenes and just knowing the crazy look, you know, I've been in what they call the Utilidor. If you're not familiar with Disney World, it's the whole Disney World is actually built on the second floor. Underneath it is a, the whole thing is a basement. Um, and we got to go on a tour of the basement of Disney World. You know, I got to go it's behind like a, the scenes. Yeah, it's like a mine shaft, right? Um, not like it's, a mine, it's, it's like- um, Like a layer? Ooh, it's, Disney, it's like, it's, Disney's got a layer. It's the, hall, a layer. the hallways are about, I'm not kidding, like 20 feet wide. And it's it's an elaborate maze. And there's just rooms where they keep the stuffed Mickey toys. And there's we got to see there's literally 30 Snow White costumes waiting for the next Snow White to changing of the guard. Um, they have their own little restaurant down there it's just really cool it just i just jones off of knowing that little stuff and sharing it and someone says wow that's cool i didn't know that before and they learned something from me um i just always you know just collected where i could collect you know um it's weird how it works though because you were kind of like you said you you went off on a limb and became a teacher but off of that since you were yeah. <laughs> since you were six yeah. six years old trying yeah. to find stuff to learn to teach people yeah, yeah, and it's that little teaching of just little stupid facts that just, just, just made me different from everybody. Made me, I guess, special. People think you're brighter. Um, but but you know, like like even today, the the 
air conditioner guy came into my, my classroom, you know, and I'm talking to him about air conditioners. You know, hey, how does this work? Why is it so big? You know, stuff like that. And I know a little bit about air conditioners now. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's, you know, and I'm just always talking to people. Maybe I'm, especially like when I'm at Lowe's, maybe I'm bored or I don't know, man. Yeah. Just, you know, you talk and you learn and just different things. I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of different people. Who's do you have like uh, one coworker in mind that's helped you out a lot or because like for me, if someone asks me, hey, Trevor, who's the one dude that you worked with in your life that's changed your life? My answer is Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, easy well, for me, you. but my answer is Kevin, um, you know, thank you. I know this is going to come out cheesy. This is going to come out cheesy, but I oh, do wait. not mean it. At all. You're my mom. I was going to say your mom. Yeah. Your mom, oh. mom proves to me that I that I. She always says that I don't have confidence. I don't. Um, she always proves to me that I do. You know, you should be confident. You know this. You know this. You can do this. You can do this. Um, she's the one. Actually, I think when I met your mom, I was not in college. I was on one of my breaks. Um, I was managing a, a, the Builder Square. And uh, she talked me into going back. Hey, go on back. You can do this. You know, and then when I said, I, I think when I left retail and went back into education it was about a eight to ten thousand dollar pay cut um that's i mean and, and talk about the pay cut it was going from like thirty four thousand dollars a year down to twenty four thousand. <laughs> yeah. yeah so um <laughs> that that was yeah that was a, go the, ahead and do that go ahead and do that yeah. you can do that go ahead and do that you know and, and um um and you know and, and you know, she keeps me grounded too you know don't get me wrong she'll say yeah I was just working on some electrical stuff. Hey, go get a pro for that. Yeah, but but <laughs> but but uh, she's she's always been the one that said you, you can do this. You can get this done. You, you stop, you know. And she'll say, she literally, will say, you know, stop being a pussy. Get to work. Um, you can do it. So so that's probably the one person that's taught me more than anything. It's just believe in myself and and, and, yeah. and, and do what you got to do. As far as like coworker wise. Um, um, there was a fellow when I first started teaching my very first job, um, a fellow by the name of Joe Crawford. Joe Crawford was my principal, um, one of the coolest principals you'll ever meet. I only worked with him, I think, two years. Um, rode a motorcycle to school, had long hair. Um, and he would always, he, to this day, it's kind of funny. I moved down here. He he lives down here in Pine Island. Um, still talk to him. Um, and that was like over 20 years ago. And he's the guy that would say, Jimmy, you're doing the right thing. You you know what you're doing. Do the right thing. Um, and to this day, he, he would probably be the one guy, as far as my career-wise, really influenced me. Yeah. Um, and, and really promoted me and told me what to do. He would be the guy, yeah. but outside, but but it wouldn't happen. Nothing would happen without your mom. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's a good. Uh, we keep keep bringing up, you know, mom and the family yeah. and everything, and kind of want to get into the concept of love because it's a very interesting thing. Like what you can do mm -hmm. for love and what love does to a person is insane. I mean, you won't catch me flying to Iraq for no reason. Like I'm not just going to go there <laughs> for vacation. Yeah. Put, put here in, it's lovely yeah like i'm not <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna put yeah. my life on the line 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go there. And whip you, you know, it's a little better. Yeah, property, property's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when the cactuses leaves change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, and it's something me and Mark, my cousin, have always joked about is your your one big six three fluffy teddy bear. Uh, <laughs> it's it's always we some, something we've said, and it's it's gotten you to conquer a lot. Um, just kind of, what's what's your, just, I don't know how do, how do you, how did you first open yourself up to love? I guess how did how did you see mom and you see this person at you know calling calling you a pussy like you could do this type, you know what I'm saying like how how did you first open up yourself to um, to love because it's not easy living with someone you don't know is not easy marrying someone you well, don't know is not easy. Here's how it goes. You know, it, as the story goes, it's kind of funny. Um, and mom will tell you the story. Uh, originally, you know, it's one of those crazy, goofy things. You know, this girl thinks you're cute. This is cute. Um, go give her, t- you know, it was your Aunt Lisa. Says, yeah. Go go talk to her. Go talk to her. So, I, you know, I went and talked to her and said, uh, hey, you want to go out sometime? Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, go I know. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay, uh, how about I'll pick you up? And this was like on a Thursday or something. I says, how about Monday? You want to go out Monday night? We'll go out Monday night. She's like, you know, why Monday? I says, well, Monday's when I got free, you know. And the, and the truth be told, I remember this like yesterday. The truth be told is that Saturday, Friday I was leaving. Saturday, me and my buddies were going to the University of Indiana to watch them play Purdue in a football game. I'm, like, I'm not. It's my buddies. I'm all my buddies. You know, we're going to get drunk and come back. Yeah. Just, Sorry, guys. Ask this girl out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, we're going to um, Indiana University. We'll find one there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a cool tailgate situation. Well, at least it was. But, um, and I, I think, you know, it's hard to put into words, but I, I would do anything for her now and skip anything for her now. There's, there's not much that could happen. You know, that I would want to do, you know, if, if the, you know, they were launching a, a rocket tomorrow and said, Jim, you're on the rocket. And, and, and mom says, you know what? I need someone to take me to the chiropractor. I, I would skip the rocket, take her to the chiropractor. Yeah. So it's, it's wanting to do, there's nothing I wouldn't do for her. You know, well, I should say nothing, but, um, it's it's that situation where you finally say, "Hey, I I don't want to hang with my buddies no more. I want to hang with you, yeah. you know." And 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 like I, I you know my my best friend Dave, I stood up at my wedding. I still talk to him once a week. Um. But but it, it's 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 unexplainable that I just wouldn't want to be with anybody else at any point in time, and it boils down to you guys as well you know there's you know i I would skip anything for my children you know like i said i i made sure i had jobs that permitted me to leave so i could be with you i would otherwise i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it no matter what it was um and and i think that's a huge part isn't it you know make I, i make those accommodations for someone that there's no one i wouldn't i would rather spend time with than your mom i mean I mean, I, I'll say you guys. I'm going to say you guys. But, <laughs> but there's no no third party out there that say, hey, you know. I mean, um, I, you know, I, you know, Michael Jordan could come to town, but if I had dinner with your mom, you got to go with mine. You know? Yeah. But I would ask her if she'd want to go with. You know? <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I would try. I would try. It's strange. Yeah, but, let me let me but, hit you know up Michael I mean? Jordan. There's... Sorry, you can't come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's and. and 
as much as some things aggravate me, I know they got to get done. You know, she might say, yeah. "Hey, the lawn's got to be mowed." I, I respect her. I respect her. Trust her, and that's that's what it is. Man, as far as far as when I, I couldn't tell you when, but that that's you, you can ask her that story. It's so funny, and it still to this day pisses her off. She wouldn't take me out on a Friday. I had to wait till Monday. Uh, yeah. um, when, but but, but, it, <laughs> but it worked. It ended up working out in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Kevin, you got any uh, questions? Um, no, I'd say I'm pretty good. Very, very interesting conversation. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. Dad, we do ask most of the guests that come on uh, one thing. You, I mean, you get the chance to say it to youth every day, but our, <laughs> our audience is specifically the mental health audience. Most people are struggling, trying to affect people, change their lives, turn it around. What's one thing you say to that audience? Um, <laughs> I say this to my students every day when, when they leave is, um, it, it's actually a little, little mantra, I guess, you, you know, um, have a great day, um, make good decisions. And when you don't learn from those, so it's, it's, like I said, I've, I've only been on, you know, I've only made 55 trips around the sun. I don't want to come out as any expert. But but it's change with those things around you. You know what I mean? And don't hurt people in the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, you, know you see it in nature all the time. Adapt, but but don't hurt people in the process. And that's yeah. that's probably what I would say. You know, well, make good decisions and, and learn from the ones you didn't. Because you're going to make a lot that don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Dad, I'm. A very excited that you came on. Very excited you're here. Yeah, I appreciate us. the invite. I really do. And uh, I appreciate the help you're going to give me when I. Yeah, no. Science um, fact of the day or something. <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're learning every step of the way. So hopefully we'll be able to pass on the knowledge to all the buddies and family, all that that want to step into this realm and use the computer a little bit more. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much, Dad, for coming on. Oh, thank you guys. You thank you, here. Kevin. You yeah, thank you. To, no, uh, no lie. Great show. One thing, one thing, and I thought about getting tattooed on me, and it was one thing you always told me, and it was in my head my first trip to Iraq was, it and it, it, even in basic training was, uh, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah, and that's true. And <laughs> I, it just, it, it would stick, stick to me forever. And it, just yeah. so you know, it's, it's, it's still in my head <laughs> since a kid. But, cool. but yeah, without, yeah. Anything else, Dad? Thanks so much, and we'll we're, okay. we'll be on again, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I look, I really look forward to it. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye, no, Bob. Me too. Right, let me, how do I shut this?